Blog Talk Radio. When it comes to your next event, the right speaker can have a huge impact on the energy interaction and success of your event and make you a superstar meeting planner. And here's the thing. There's a huge difference between a good speaker and a phenomenal speaker. Meet Brandon Draper, the motivational king for your next meeting, and he's going to ensure your event will start thinking forward. Brandon will set the tone for your event by inspiring your attendees and getting the crowd engaged. And he will make sure that when they get back out in the real world, they are equipped with the playbook, a best-selling book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, a game plan for success, and a mindset to succeed. Brandon has been a professional speaker ever since his adolescent years, with multiple life-changing events under his belt. And he's a best-selling author, having done events for diverse companies like United Way, Morehouse School of Medicine, Reaching Beyond the Stars, Inc., Duke's Way Academy, Inc., and the Chamber of Commerce, and many more. With Brandon, the audience doesn't just listen, they learn. They take action by making different decisions, searching within themselves, and making commitments to take their performance to the next level. Brandon prides himself on connecting with the audience, while other speakers simply communicate a message that a monkey could deliver. Brandon is a strong leader, and thanks to his personalized approach, the content he presents will be much memorable, and you'll get a huge return on investment whether he's your opening speaker or closing speaker, or does both. Brandon will be the motivation your event needs and maximize the retention and profitability on your investment. Watch Brandon's demo to see him in action. Give him a call at 1-866-678-3391 to discuss your event or click the contact button at startthinkingforwardinc.com. What's going on out there? This is the Motivational King. Don't believe me? Just keep watching. Man, we're you're in for a powerful, explosive show tonight. Tonight, we're talking about how to develop a great self-image. All right? Um, and that self-image is going to allow you to get to success. Oftentimes, we spend so much time trying to figure out what's wrong with us, what's wrong with you. Instead of attempting to look at what's really good within yourself, we must develop a great self-image because that is the indicator to the world of what we think about ourselves. Our self-image allows the gateway to those to see in us what it is that we really believe inside what we are. So you have to have a great self-image. So tonight we're going to talk about, I could not find enough uh, quote. Um, I mean, I found so many quotes that it just blew my mind. So I want to share one with you. And it's self-image sets the boundaries of individual accomplishment. And that's by Max, Maxwell Moult. He says self-image sets the boundaries of individual accomplishment, meaning that you're only going to accomplish what it is you see in yourself, what it is you believe in yourself, your self-image of yourself. Okay, the second quote that I want to, is by the Joyce Brothers, and it says, a strong, 
positive self-image is the best possible preparation for success. So if you want to be successful, you have to have a self-image about yourself. Now, a lot of my people may be thinking and may be asking, you know, what exactly we're going to talk about tonight when it comes to self-image. First of all, let's talk about what self-image is, okay? What is self-image and what it is to, to you? So let's dive in real quick and, and, and talk about this because I think this is very important that we talk about. So self-image is the personal view or the mental picture that we have of ourselves. Self-image is an internal dictionary that describes the characteristics of ourself, including the, the intelligent beauty, the ugly, the talented, the selfishness, the kind. These characteristics form a collection of representations of our assets and liabilities that we see in ourselves. Now, I want to read that last part again because I think that that's the most critical part of you understanding about self-image. It says, these characteristics form a collective representation of our assets and liabilities as we see them in ourselves. Now, anyone, everyone knows what an asset is and liabilities. And, and an asset is something that increases the value of yourself or your, your worth to this world. That's an asset. But a liability is something that takes away. So we're talking about self-image. What is it that you may see in yourself that's a liability to your success? Tonight, we're going to dive deep into this concept because we have a lot, for the last two weeks, we've been running a series talking about a which is a fear of failure. Now, we're diving a little bit more deeper into it now because we want to talk about the concept of self-image because how you see yourself is going to dictate how other people see you. If you see yourself as a loser, you see yourself as a person that has quit multiple things, and you always see yourself that way. What, what's going to make you feel like the next project that you get that, that you're going to win? But who you are in the physical being, who you, who, what situations you're facing, all the circumstances that you're in, take where you're going. Now, follow me here. And this is something I know for those that are, are listening in. You, I, I, you might hear me say this a hundred times. I'm never going to say it. I'm never going to stop saying it because it's so important for you to understand this. You have to understand that the person, when you, when you wake up in the morning, you go in that mirror and you're brushing your teeth, you're washing your face, and you're looking in that mirror, the person in the mirror is not who you really are because who you are in your head has to be stronger than the person in the mirror because the person in the mirror is facing life. This is a person that are going through the trials and tribulations of life. This is the person that's rent is due on the first. This is the person that uh, car note is due. This is the person that's facing health issues. This is the person that has health issues in their family. This is the person that has to take care of their siblings, their loved ones. This is a person that has to go through the stresses of life. So you're faced with all these different situations. So who you are on the, on the outside it's really not who you are because who you are in your mind has to be stronger than the person's in the mirror in order for you to make it, in order for you to keep going, in order for you to keep trying. 
in order for you to take it to the next level. But how do you see yourself is the question. How do you see yourself? What is, how is self-image developed? Self-image is a product of learning, okay? It, it starts as early as childhood, such, you know, parents and caregivers and people pouring into your lives. But there are people that didn't have a good childhood, that someone looked them in their eyes and told them they wouldn't amount to anything. I know this to be true because I was one of those people. And if you're listening, for those, you know, I'm not going to go through my whole story, but I want you to understand that I understand. I understand how it feels for someone to look at you, and this person can mean everything to you. And they look at you and they tell you with no reservation that you want to mount to an ant pile that you won't become anything, that, that you just don't have it together. You know, everyone else has it except you. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, let me tell you something. When I was in high school, I had a guidance counselor look me in my face and told me I was not Cheerio, that it was better for me to pick up a trade learning how to paint and how to fix cars, something with my hand, because I wasn't gifted in talent tennis, which she told me. And I had two options. I had the option of having a self-image about myself to say, you know what, I believe you, and that's what I'm going to do. Or I can look at myself and say, I'm better than what she says I am, and I'm going to prove her wrong. Because I, I had a childhood where people poured into me and told me that I was capable Despite the circumstances I was in, despite that I was the young man in a one and a two bedroom house in the project right behind the railroad track, we didn't have central heat and cooling. My mama didn't have all the money in the world. We had to catch the bus, we had to walk. But my mama always told me, hold your head high. There's nothing on the ground. You hold your head high and you walk like you are somebody. That you are somebody because you are somebody and you're going to be somebody great in this world. And if you're listening to this, to the Motivational King show tonight, I'm telling you that you are somebody. Despite what other people may have told you, despite what your circumstances may tell you, all of the negativity that's around you, I'm here to tell you that you are somebody and you're bound for greatness, that you can make it, that you can do it. Now, a lot of people might be listening tonight and said, Brandon, you call yourself the motivational king. You say that you're so good, but you know what? I'm going through some changes. And I feel like I've been short changed. I've put in a full investment and I've not gotten the return that I want. I think that I'm entitled to something. Now, despite everyone who may say it, but, you know, everyone says that. So no one owes me anything. But when you invest your time in a relationship, you invest your time in a business, you invest your time in people and different relationships, you expect something back. You feel as if you're entitled. It's human nature. Let's not sugarcoat it and talk about a bunch of a big ass that don't really matter, doesn't really mean anything. When you invest, if you've got children, you invest in your children, 
you expect something back. You expect them to go to school and behave. You expect them to become something out of life. They don't owe you anything, but you expect it. We all do. We all do. So what is it that you expect from your life? What is it you expect for your future? What is it that you really want? But it's all in how you look at yourself. If you see yourself as a failure because someone told you, maybe they told you that because that's how they see themselves. And I always tell people this. If you, if you meet someone, someone tells you something negative about you, and they tell you that in the business you're doing, you won't be successful. Who, 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 who told you you can write a book? Who told you you can do this? Who told you you can get in front of an audience and teach people and tell people things? Who, what makes you think that you're so qualified to have a radio show and talk to people? And oftentimes I tell them, well, if someone tells you that, a couple reasons why. Number one, they've never seen success for themselves. And if they've never seen success for themselves, how in the world are they ever going to see it for you? If you want something in this world, they call it the secret, the law of attraction. I was talking to one of my buddies this week, and we were talking about it and talking about the law of attraction. And I told him, I said, you know what, I made a video about that. He said the law of attraction is because you have to put forth some actions. So if you've got to put forth some actions to take your life to the next level, what do you think you got to do about self-image? You've got to take those negative things that's been poisoning your outlook on life poisoning the way you look at yourself. When you look at yourself or you feel a certain way about yourself, you emit a certain type of energy that tells the world what you are about. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand this if you're listening right now. Number one, the motivational king does not put out any information backed by sound doctrine. You want to look at what I'm talking about right now, you can go to the, uh, the Cleveland Clinic which is the clevelandclinic.org, and look at self-image and look at kind of what we're talking about. I don't put out anything that's not backed up by sound research, backed up by personal experiences. I just don't put it out just because it sounds good. Anybody can talk a good game, but I'm trying to somebody tonight. I'm trying to help somebody to change their mindset and the way in which they look at themselves to know that it's possible. I don't want you to trick yourself and say that you, I, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to kill it. No, I'm telling you that if you put forth the work and the effort and you have the right mindset, that it's possible for you to have everything that you want in this life. But it's all depending on one thing, and that one thing is how you look at yourself. Because how you look at yourself is the same way how others look at you. You have to know in your heart of hearts that you are bigger than you seem. Now, if you're ever driving down the road and you look at your side of the mirror, it says images appear, you know, larger. How's it go? Images are closer than they appear. You are closer to your success than it appears. You are bigger than you than it seems. That you appear. You you may seem that you're not big. It may not seem you're getting the momentum that you that you want, but you're only one step away from it simply by figuring out your self-image. How do you see yourself? How can we create a positive self-image of ourselves? Self-image is not permanent and fixed. It's just not. Part of our self-image is a dynamic of change of changing 
inner parts connecting, different information that we're getting. We can learn to develop a healthy and more accurate view of ourselves by talking to ourselves. I hope I don't lose anybody here. Let somebody laugh. I don't, I don't want to talk to myself. Let me tell you something. Some of the most profound people on this earth have come with so many ideas. Call me crazy, but I talk to myself. I say mantras, and for those who don't know what mantras are, it's the same thing you listen to music. You hear a repetitive beat, or you hear a repetitive song or uh, a hook. That's a mantra. That's what you're putting into yourself, that mantra. I am successful. I am somebody. I will make a difference in this world. That's what I say when I look in the mirror. I am somebody. I am important. I will make a positive difference in this world. Now, how can you say that if, you, if you're the janitor of a, of, a, of a school? It's all in how you look at yourself. I, had a, I have an accountability call that we do, and, and I had this activity where I, I, like to, I like to play games with, with people and, and see where their minds are at when it comes to things. And one of the things I asked people, I, I said, what, what is your job? And each of them got up there and they, they said, you know, give me a job description. Well, I do this and I do this and I help kids and I'm a, I do music and I do this. And I said, well, what if I was to tell you that wasn't your job? They said, well, you're, you're crazy. You can't tell me that it's not my job. I know what my job is. You know, that's my job. I said, are you part of a team? Yeah, yeah, I'm a part of a team. So I said, okay, let, let's break the first part of that down. How do you see yourself? Well, I do music. That's all you do? So you're, you're a DJ. That's all you do, right? And I hope you, I know he's listening. You know, we've had a conversation. And, and what he said was, yeah, that's what I do. I said, no, that's not what you do. How about you say something in the lines because it's all about self and how you see yourself. I change people's perspective through the rhythmic pattern of music. I allow salespeople to increase their productivity and their efficiencies. I assist CEOs to be able to give adequate training in any situation or any circumstances to allow the retention of information through the rhythmic pattern of music. Well, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. That's a hell of an image to have versus I've just played music. One of my friends, he's a driver. He drives, and that's what he said his title was. And then through conversation, I, I guess he saw the, this taste of my, look on my face, and he said, well, really, I, I'm a life changer. I help people go where they need to go. I assist people in allowing them to have the freedom of going from here to there. And in the process of it, I connect with them on a whole nother level. Ladies and gentlemen, that's self-image. How you see yourself. I'm not just a driver. I help people to go where they want to go. And in the process of it, I can alter and change their lives in a positive way. I work with children. They get on my nerves. Well, I work with young people in an attempt to transform their minds to a whole other level, to allow them to be able to fulfill on the abundance that this world has available to them. That, my friend, is self-image. Don't limit your self-image to just your job and what you do. And whatever your job is, define what that is. What are you really accomplishing in the process of your job? What is that? 
What is the great scheme? What is the goal? What are you helping? What are you assisting doing? Because if you have more fulfillment in what you're doing, you're going to be better at what you're doing. You're going to get promoted in what you're doing. Understand your self-image tells the world what you're capable of doing, what you're able, what you're willing to handle. How can you get to the next level by having the right self-image? Now, to some, that may, that may click to you. That may resonate with you. And some people might say, well, Brandon, I just, I still don't understand it. And I like to break things down. Just imagine for a second you were having a conversation with someone that could change your life. One of the things we talk about in this accountability call is what we call a mission statement of what we do, what we are. If you have 15 seconds to get information out to someone that could ultimately change your life, what would you say in those 15 seconds? Would you say something that describes the average everyday person, or would you describe what it is about you that makes you unique? Because your self-image is just like your fingerprint and your purpose. It's unique only to you. Your self-image is tied into your purpose and what it is that you want to ultimately do. How do you see yourself? And how bad do you want change in your life? Now, I'm not speaking about some whimsical stuff. I'm speaking from a, from a perspective where I've been there. I've been to the bottom. I've, I've had, had absolutely nothing, couldn't figure out where my next help was coming from, how confused and going through life. I've been broke, not had anything, not had a penny in my pocket. Just imagine being 20, 30-something years old, and there may be people listening right now do not know, do not have a penny in their pocket. If someone was to come and say, I have a brand-new BMW, I have the title right now in my hand, all I need is a nickel. There's some people on this line that would have to decline. And a lot of it has to do with self-image. How you see yourself, how people are going to pay you. How you see yourself is the position you're going to have. How you see yourself is what's going to take you to the next level. You have 15 seconds to tell somebody what it is you do. How unique are you going to be different? How unique are you going to be? How different are you going to be? That 15 seconds can change the course of your life. The idea that you have in your head that can change millions of people's lives all dependent on how you see yourself. You have the master plan that can change millions of people's lives. But I'm just, I just work at the school. I just drive people around. Okay. The 15 seconds is gone. Because you do not see the value of your self-image. Your ideas, you're one step away from stepping in. And I'm not talking about what's a what was happened in the past and all the things that didn't work out where well, I got incarcerated, I got this happened to me, I lost my job, I don't have the money coming in no more, this is going to, we're not talking about the past. We can't go in the past. Nature is set up a way we can't go in the past, but we're, we're, we're trapped in the present and we're looking forward to the future. So what we do now in the present is going to ultimately dictate our future. So how we see ourselves in the present is how we're going to see ourselves in the future. And if you don't see much for yourself in the present, 
most likely there's nothing going to be there for you in the future. So now we have to change the way we think and internalize information. Now, follow this story with me real quick. You got two people on the edge of a mountain, on a cliff. They both have the fly suit where once you jump off, you can use the suit to, 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 to uh, go through and fly until you land to the ground. And they also have a parachute just in case something goes wrong. Right? Both people on the same cliff looking at the edge. But two of them have two different thought processes, two self-image. And this goes back to ticket be the same thing. All this stuff coincides with each other, and that's why we're teaching it, or that's why I'm teaching it this way. Both of them on the same cliff, same, same equipment, same height, same weather, same wind. Now, one jumping off the mountain as adventure, as fun, because that's their perspective in their mind, that once I jump, I'm going to get to fly and I'm going to be freer than I've ever been in my life. person next to them, never done it before, scared out of their mind, the brain is telling them, don't do it. Don't jump. What if you die? Same cliff, same scenario, same condition, nothing different. Same people, same, you know, two different people, but they got two different perspectives. This is how life is. We have great ideas. We have a lot of potential. We can go and do it, but we're controlled by fear and our own self-image of ourselves. Where the person right next to us sees something totally different, they see a challenge that they're willing to meet and be able to finish while the other person is paralyzed with fear because they don't see themselves arriving safely on the other side. I'm challenging you tonight to change your thinking, to say, I see myself. Say it with me. I see myself on the other side. I know I can do it. I believe I can do it. I will do it. No matter what, I only have one life to live. I will make the best of it. Wouldn't it be sad, ladies and gentlemen, to, to be on your deathbed, getting the proverbial last glass of water, and the only thing racing through your mind is all the things you should have, could have, but didn't do? Wouldn't it be a waste for all the aspirations and dreams to have to die with you? So I'm begging you and I'm pleading with you tonight to say, don't be selfish with your gifts. Don't be selfish with what's been given to you, that you have to change your self-image and know that if you are here among all the millions of sperm that didn't make it, that you are here, that you have a purpose. So meaning your self-image has to be so high, you have to hold yourself in high regard to complete the mission because there are potentially millions of people waiting for you to walk into your purpose but you're blinded by the fact of your circumstances. We get it. You're not in the house you want to want to be in. You're not driving the vehicle you want to drive. You don't have the money that you want to have, but those things are only temporary. You have to see yourself in a whole different place. These things are temporary. These things are defining you on who you need to be, becoming who you should be, 
despite who you are. It does not matter who you are today. It's about becoming who you should be in the midst of the fight. That you got to be the dog that's willing to fight for that bone to the death. That you got to be willing to put it all on the line. You're not getting younger. We're all getting older. How close are we moving towards our goal? Are we waiting for someone to come and turn us on? I hear a lot of people say, I'm just waiting for the right person to join my team and really get it turned on. What if they never show up? So you better go ahead and you better turn on yourself. You're waiting for that faucet to come on. You better start twisting right now. You better start getting centered right now. You better stop pushing right now because if it's to be, it's up to me. You better say that every day. If it's to be, it's up to me. I can't wait on my next door neighbor. I can't wait on my friends. I can't wait on my pastor. I can't wait on my boss. I got to do it myself. If it's to be, it's up to me. I have to get it done. I believe in myself. Even if I shoot for the doggone moon and I miss, I'll still land amongst the stars. I will still land among the stars. You have to see yourself in a whole new image. It's your time to grow. It's your time. It's your season. It's never going to be a good time, ladies and gentlemen, to do anything. So just go ahead and do it anyway. Some people don't understand that. So let me explain this. You're never, let me, let me tell you something. You're never going to have enough time to do what it is that you set out to do. So just go ahead and do it anyway. You're never going to have enough money to do whatever it is you set out to do. So just go ahead and do it anyway. The kids never going to stop making noise. They're always going to be pulling on your clothes and telling you, it's time to go, Mommy and Daddy. It's time to go. So just do it anyway. You're never going to have everything perfect. So just do it anyway. Let me tell you something. One of the words I shared from Les Brown is that he said, you don't have to be good to start, but you've got to start in order to be good. You've got to start. You've got to come up with a concrete plan and a strategy. I'm not telling you be stupid and go out there and just say, woo I'm motivated. Now, look, they call me the motivational king. I just don't motivate you with some music and some talks and you get pumped up and quit your job and, and make a fool of yourself. That's buffoonery. What I'm telling you is you come up with a strong strategy, a plan you implement in place. You make your move. You, you make small adjustments. And then you reap the harvest. The problem most people have, and I was sharing this with someone, is that most of us, we go out in the field and we dig a little bit and we stop and we go to the next spot and we dig a little bit more. We're trying to get to go, but we, so basically in 50, 60 years time, you look out into this person's field and you see the bunch of little holes. They never took the time to, to define one thing and just keep digging and digging until they reach gold. They kept trying this and trying this and trying that, trying to trying that. You do not have an unlimited time to be successful. You don't have an unlimited time to get your self-image together. How it is you look at yourself? You need to look at yourself how anyone else does. You need to be your number one fan. You need to be your number one supporter. You do not have, and my book I wrote is called The Perpetual Time Syndrome. You understand you don't have an unlimited time to get this together. That's one of the things that I believe that the devil uses to, to trick us, is that we honestly believe that we have an unlimited time to get it together. And when we believe that we have an unlimited time to get it together, we procrastinate. I can do it next year. I can do it next week. I can do it next year, three years, not five years. I'm going to be all right. I'm getting younger. I'm not getting older. Time's not running out. Time keeps 
building up on the time clock. I'm good. No, 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 no. I've never seen a game played forward. It's always played backwards. The numbers are always counting down until it gets to zero. Then the first quarter is gone. Then the second quarter. Then the third quarter. I run my years in quarters. There's three months in a quarter. We're, getting, we're already in the second quarter, second month into uh, the second quarter. Getting ready, the quarter getting ready to be over. Are you winning or are you losing? The New Year's resolution you made in January is getting closer or you getting further. Or is it getting ready to be the New Year's resolution you set for 2014 about to be the same resolution you're going to make for 2016? Think about it. Nothing changes if nothing changes. If you're not looking at yourself differently, then nothing's going to change. And I know it's not to beat you up, but this is to put some standards to get, to get you moving in the direction that's going to get you to success. And let me tell you something. The people that are supposed to hear this message are looking at Empire or, or something tonight. They ain't listening in halfway. And that's okay because at the end of the day, I'm operating on my purpose and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, and that's to deliver the message. I can't force anything. I learned that, I learned that lesson tonight big time. You can't force someone to do something that they're not ready to do. Even though it may hurt you because you want more for them than they want for themselves, but you cannot want more for somebody than they want for themselves. They have to make a decision that they want it for themselves in order to change themselves, in order to how they look at themselves. You can want it for them all day long. You can give them all the, all the good words and, and sound flattery, but if they don't want it, they don't want it. In the words of A.L. Williams, he said, all you can do is all you can do, and all you can do is enough. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't do no more than all you can do. That's the ultimate maximum. And if you have given it all you have, I'm telling you, 99.9% of the people have not given it all they have. So if you know for a fact that you've given it your all, then you can fold your hands up and say, Brandon, Motivational King, whatever you want to call me, SOB, whatever. But you can say you're full of crap because I gave it all I had. I put it all on the line, and I came up short. Because let me tell you something. The people that put it all on the line are your Steve Jobs. Those are your Bill Gates, your Warren Buffett. Those are those, are those people. Those people put it all on the line. And there's the Oprah Winfrey when people told her that she couldn't do it. But they told her no black woman ever has a show like this. Then when she went from having a crazy show to went to having inspirational show, they say you're gonna fail, Oprah. We're gonna we're laughing at you, but Oprah had the last laugh. When she decided she would have her own network, they said you're gonna go out of business, Oprah. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, own is still on. I don't care what nobody says about financial issues, this, that, and the third. At the end of the day, the owner of it is a billionaire. They ain't going out of business no time soon. You go ahead and swallow that pill and understand that. But she had a vision, and she put it all on the line. She did not let anyone waver, and she had a self-image of herself that she could do it. She was going to shoot for the moon. Even if she fell short, she was going to land amongst the stars. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, she surely landed in the stars. She's up there. How do you get there? All you can do is all you can do, and all you can do is enough. If you're giving it your all, you can fold your hands up. You can press one on your phone and come on and say, motivational king, you're full of crap. I've given it my all, and I'm nowhere close to where I'm supposed to be. Because even me, with all the things that people see me do, let me tell you something. I'm not at the max. 
and I wouldn't even lie and say that I am. I'm, I'm, I'm not even, I barely scratch the surface in what my purpose is and to helping and to finding people to find their purpose and, and, and be able to, you know, get into their dreams and aspirations. I barely scratch the surface with it. Barely. Because I know I can give it more. I know I can do just a little bit more. So I'm asking you tonight, before we wrap this call up, this, this show up tonight, give it just a little bit more. Whatever it is that you want, that you haven't gotten yet, that you really, really, really want, did you say you want it real bad, just do it just a little bit more. Just a little bit more than the person before you. Just a little bit more than the person next to you. Just a little bit more than the person behind you. Just a, just a little bit more. Just a little bit more because that's what makes the difference is you're willing to give it just a little bit more. To look at yourself just a little bit more and say that it's possible just a little bit more to believe in yourself just a little bit more. Because everyone says that they want it, but how bad do they really want it? How bad do they really want it? Everyone says, I want it really, really bad. And anybody that knows that you know what I'm getting ready to get into. Everyone says that they want it real bad. But what degree of wanting it real bad do you really want it? Do you want it just a, just a little bit bad? Or do you want it just a medium bad? Or do you want it just a large and in charge bad? Most people say that they want it bad, but they don't know what caliber of how bad they want it. They don't know if they want it bad enough that they're willing to lose sleep. They don't know if they want it bad enough that they're willing not to eat. They don't know if they want it bad enough that they, they're going to have to move out the big house and move into an apartment. They don't want it bad enough that they have to drive a vehicle they don't want to drive. They're not willing. They don't want it that bad because they rather look good in front of other people instead of getting their self-image together first. They're not worried about the self-image, but the self-image is what pays off at the end. That is what matters the most. That's what's going to pay you the biggest dividends, not looking good in front of other people, not driving the nice car and living in a big house. That just that makes you feel good on the outside. That makes people feel as if you're doing something. But when you got the self-image in yourself and you believe that's what's going to pay you the high dividends, that's what's going to get, get you to the point where you're able to change millions of people's lives, that people are going to look at you Years from now, I said, you know what? If it wasn't for you, I would not have made it. Because I thought I was alone, but when I read your story, I knew. I knew you were there for me, that you went through what I went through, and if you could get through it, I know I can too. How many of you tonight are sitting in your, sitting on your story, that your story needs to be birthed, that you're pregnant right now with your story, that there's millions of people willing to listen to it, but you're sitting on it like it's going to hack itself. You're not a hand, ladies and gentlemen. You are a human being. You're an intellectual being. You have to take what's inside of you. You have to take what's inside of you and start mixing things up and understanding that you have something within you that can help other people, that you've been through something. you got to see yourself in a whole Another level. If you learn nothing tonight, I want you to take in that you are somebody important. And there are thousands, if not millions of people, waiting for you to step into your purpose. I'm begging and I'm pleading with you tonight. If you're listening, if you're at the sound of my voice, if you want to make some changes in your life, I'm begging and I'm pleading with you to step into your purpose, to look at yourself in a whole new way. Now, I'm going to open up the call this, uh, the show tonight, any callers that may want to give comments, questions, 
you know we talked about a lot, so I want to make sure and wash down and sweat because when I get on this thing, I, I try to pull my heart out, and I hope each and every one of you guys feel that tonight. Um, I hope that I connected. I just didn't want to communicate a message. I hope that I connected with you on a whole nother level. So um, please, if you would like to come on, uh, ask a question on us, please press 1 to put you in queue, and we will. I will let you on the line tonight. Uh, we have any questions, comments, or concerns, we greatly appreciate it. Um, so also, too, want to let you guys know that we do have a um, spiritual side, because I believe that everything that we do has to be mind, body, and soul. So we do have a spiritual side of what we do, um, and it's um, um, by uh, Evangelist Disabled Ogletree. Uh, she has a program on Sunday at 8 o'clock, same time we have um, on Wednesday, 8 o'clock. Every Sunday, she has her show. And she talks about this, especially for uh, my women um, that are on the line, or just anybody. I'm not going to say just women. Anyone is looking for spiritual connection. I mean, she has awesome, I'm talking about famous people all throughout our community, women speakers, men speakers, people coming in and pouring out their hearts about experiences that they went through, things that they went through um, in life, difficulty situations. So you can understand you're not alone in the journey that you're going to that there's someone there that can help and assist you so you're not alone. And we're getting ready to add some other programming to our network to help you all through the week, you know, to keep you motivated and uplifted because we all need that. And, I mean, even myself, I, you know, believe it or not, um, life hits us all. No one's different. Uh, whether it's President Obama, I don't care what leadership position, what role you play at the end of the day, we all go to different issues, Okay. All right, we have one caller in queue right now. So, um, caller, you are now on the line with the Motivational King. Hello, Brandon. This is Tafabla. Truly, I just want to say I'm enjoying the show. And as you said, that we have to go the extra mile. And a lot of people have to understand, as you said, how bad do you want it? What are you willing to give up? to go that extra mile. You might lose some friends along the way, but if you're willing to go that extra mile to be successful, it really shouldn't matter because at the end of the day, you're going out your goals. So I just want to encourage whoever's on the line listening, no matter what roles you take, as they say in the song, nobody said that the road would be easy, but understand that he did not bring you this far to leave you. And as Brandon said, how bad do you want it? Are you willing to lose sleep at night? Are you willing to just go that extra mile, make a 365-degree change in your life? As Michael Jackson say, I'm stopping with the man in the mirror, but ask yourself, are you stopping with the man and the woman in the mirror to make that change? That's what I mean. Wow. <laughs> that, I mean, you 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 hit it on 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 point, and I and I greatly appreciate you coming on the show tonight. I'm sharing your point of view because I mean that, that's that's so important. I, I mean, what, what are you willing to do? I always ask people this when someone wants to coach with me, one on one with me. I always ask them. I said, okay, I might ask you a couple of questions. What is it that you're willing to do? What is it you're not willing to do? And I would like to start off with what is it that you're not willing to do? Because not some can. It's not what you're willing to do that's preventing you from being successful. It's what you're not willing to do. Um, like, for instance, you know, fear. Like, people have businesses and they're afraid to pick up a phone. And I'm like, okay, why Why are you scared to, to pick up the phone? 
And they're like, well, I'm scared the person's going to tell me no. I said, well, a fear is like, you know, your body teaches you to have fear like something's going to hurt you or bite you or kill you. So if you're an entrepreneur in business and you're afraid to pick up the phone, well, that's one of the things that falls under what you're not willing to do. Um, and I like using Steve Jobs. I just look up, look up to him a lot because he just was a real brilliant guy. And one of the things you don't know about Steve Jobs is that Steve Jobs didn't have a lot of money when he began Apple. Actually, was really broke, and it was operating out of out of his uh, uh, out of a garage. And people were laughing at him and making fun of him. But what a lot of people don't know is that that dude was making 150, 200 and something plus calls a day to the same people he called the previous day. They already told him no. So he didn't see the phone as a lion or an animal. He saw the phone as an opportunity for him to take his business to the next level. And he did it so often and so much that eventually one person, all it took one person, one person gave him an opportunity to say, look, we'll, we'll come out there and meet with you. And the rest is history. But if he never had the intestinal fortitude to pick up the phone and do what he needs to do, if he said, I'm not willing to do that, we would not have Apple today. So my question to you, what is it that you're not willing to do? What excuse are you making? Well, I don't have enough time during the day. What are you doing? What are you doing during your break? Are you accounting all your time? You know, lots of making excuses. Like there are times that you just is unaccountable, is, is unaccountable because you are not keeping track of your time. So there's nothing you cannot do on this earth. There's nothing you cannot do. If you could be 50 years old, say I want to be an astronaut. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to be, uh, it's very improbable that you're going to become an astronaut, but it's possible for you to do it. No one ever thought that there would be a personal um, shuttle going into space, but, you know, Sir, Sir what's his name, um, Sir, not Virgin Mobile, Branson, you know, Sir Robert Branson, whatever his name is, you know, I'm not, I forgot his first name, but Branson, he was able to be one of the first people to take a Virgin Mobile uh, shuttle up in the space, no one thought that was possible. So to understand that no one, no one thought it was possible for us to have an African-American president, but we do have one. So just think about things that people said that wasn't possible. Think about things people told you that was not possible in your life and understand that it is if you decide that you're going to do it. You have to decide. And I would tell you, your one decision and one action away from success, what decision have you made but not followed through through action? What action have you taken and have not decided you did it just to do it? Start following with yourself. Start looking at yourself in a whole new life. Start being present in your own life. Don't sit in the bleachers in your own life. Stand up. Be ready to fight. Be ready to stand up. Don't be in the bleachers spectating your own life. You have to play an active role. This is not PlayStation 3, 4, 5. This is, this is not Xbox. This is none of those things. This is real life. The lights are always on. It's not a dress rehearsal, okay? The camera's always rolling. There's not a repeat. You've got to keep going forward. You have to keep on thinking forward. Hey, guys, it's been lovely. It's been great. I love each and every one of you, and I can't wait to next week to connect with you again, to, to, to start on take your life to the next level. I hope you enjoyed this segment of the Motivational King Show presents How to Develop Self-Image. It's all about you. It's all about you. Please stay tuned and listen to our Academy audio commercial. Please, we want to close out with that. Listen to that. If you want to be a part of that, please reach out to our, our community, and we will get you plugged in. Thank you very much. And remember, this is the Motivational King. Don't believe me? Just keep watching. I love you. Until next time. 
Life is about creation and innovation to inspire oneself to greatness, to be an uncommon person in a world that's overcrowded with commonality. To figure out where you as a person belong in the world is one of the most underrated and hardly done complexities of time. It's a more common practice to be someone else in order to fix it instead of being a true original and fulfilling your purpose during this short-lived journey. What does it really mean to find yourself? What does it mean to become who you should be despite who you are today? What does it really take to be successful? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I know I have a solution that will forever transform your life if you're willing to leave who you are behind and walk in to who you're destined to be. You already know your purpose in life because everything you need is within you, but you have not recognized the greatness and potential within you. In the words of Paulo Coelho out of The Alchemist, tell your heart that the fear of suffering is worse than the suffering itself and that no heart has ever suffered when it goes in search of its dreams because every second of the search is a second's encounter with God and with eternity. So, what are you in search of today? Obviously, if you're looking at this video, you're not content with your station in life because in your heart and in your soul, you truly believe that there has to be more. This is a question that I too struggled with for over 23 years of my life. To know that you're more, but don't know how to align the pieces in a way to bring you true fulfillment with who you are. To understand and to realize that you can be successfully wrong because success doesn't necessarily bring fulfillment. Fulfillment comes from knowing yourself and knowing your why. Because when you know your why, you can discover the way. Let's take a step back and ask ourselves, if we had access to information that could change the course of our lives, would we receive it or would we write it off as similar to the way life writes off the majority of people because they don't inspire to be great? The people who settle to template, to shell, and become copycats of others. Passion Purpose Mindset Academy was designed to give you interpersonal results off of sound doctrine of leadership and sound knowledge to inspire you to become who you should be despite who you are. Based off the Amazon best-selling book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, the thinking forward approach to purpose and fulfillment. Now what would you rather have, caviar or sardines? Now before you answer that question, most likely you're a person of moderate to above average success or you may have never succeeded at anything and you're looking for that one thing that's going to revolutionize your business or increase your income. I have another question for you. Would you rather be a so-called entrepreneur with a dead-end business that doesn't produce any results or revenue, or would you rather be a true business owner that's impacting your clients' lives, creating results, and creating a positive cash flow that's going to allow you the time and freedom you deserve? Are you tired of investing your time in hard-earned money and products and services that over-promise and under-deliver? Well, guess what? So are your clients. It's not about transmitting information, but about transformational ideas that ultimately impact everyone you come in contact with. Helping your business and your personal life become what it should be, despite what it is today. So, what's the solution? Well, welcome to Passion Purpose Mindset Academy, where we offer solutions from a realistic, down-to-earth perspective. No fluffery, no gimmicks, no backflips. You'll learn about the vision of leadership, the best investment ever, the toll bridge of life, life emails, and the perpetual time syndrome. Those are only a few of the many modules discussed within the academy. 
Once enrolled at the Passion Purpose Mindset Academy, you'll receive a digital copy of the best-selling book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, a 27-page workbook, a private Facebook community and forum where you can contact and interact with others within the course and the creator himself. You'll also get three one-hour private one-on-one mastermind coaching sessions, a $5,000 value alone with the best-selling author and leadership strategist, Brandon L. Draper, better known as the Motivational King, plus other bonuses. So why not take what you already love to do, which is your passion, and align it with your purpose and then polish it with mindset corrective training to complete that glowing finished product. Stop living with the pain and frustration of not aligning yourself with the information you need to position you for success. Act today before we increase the price of our enrollment an additional $1,500. And just remember, you're one decision and one action away from success. So what will it be? Just click the enroll button now and forever change your life. When it comes to your next event, the right speaker can have a huge impact on the energy interaction and success of your event and make you a superstar meeting planner. And here's the thing, there's a huge difference between a good speaker and a phenomenal speaker. Meet Brandon Draper, the motivational king for your next meeting, and he's going to ensure your event will start thinking forward. Brandon will set the tone for your event by inspiring your attendees and getting the crowd engaged. And he will make sure that when they get back out in the real world, they are equipped with the playbook, a best-selling book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, a game plan for success, and a mindset to succeed. Brandon has been a professional speaker ever since his adolescent years, with multiple life-changing events under his belt. And he's a best-selling author, having done events for diverse companies like United Way, Morehouse School of Medicine, Reaching Beyond the Stars, Inc., Duke's Way Academy, Inc., and the Chamber of Commerce, and many more. With Brandon, the audience doesn't just listen, they learn. They take action by making different decisions, searching within themselves, and making commitments to take their performance to the next level. Brandon prides himself on connecting with the audience, while other speakers simply communicate a message that a monkey could deliver. Brandon is a strong leader, and thanks to his personalized approach, the content he presents will be much memorable, and you'll get a huge return on investment whether he's your opening speaker or closing speaker, or does both. Brandon will be the motivation your event needs, and maximize the retention and profitability on your investment. Watch Brandon's demo to see him in action. Give him a call at one 866 678-3391 to discuss your event or click the contact button at startthinkingforwardinc.com. <laughs> 